0: Yo um, What's the best way To start a podcast I think telling Telling the truth I want to come clean I want to tell the truth uh, I just finished taking a shit <laughs> I feel incredible um, I was just taking a shit Because sometimes you got to do that You don't have to tell people You just took a shit But I'm doing that Because sometimes you can do that and what I'm about to do before I, I talk to y'all, I'm going to take a sip of my tea. You know? Sometimes you can do that. You can drink tea in your room. You know? It's a brand new motherfucking day. I'm a brand new me. I change every day. I hope you do too. I hope you're adapting. I hope you're evolving. I'm hoping you're being like water. Um... <laughs> Who coined that term? If it happened on the internet, it didn't happen. Smart individual. Intelligente. I love the internet though. As much as I critique and I shit on stuff, I love the internet. The internet is so fucking fire. Like it's so cool. It is so amazing. It's incredible. Everybody's on it. I mean, everybody that matters. I'm not talking about... <laughs> I'm not talking about third world people who are still living in the past, not technologically advanced neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about everybody that is up to date in the 2022 that we're experiencing, this dystopic, strange experience. Um, all of those people are on. <coughs> Just burp, because sometimes you could do that. Um, Sometimes. Not too much. Too much of a good thing is bad. Not too much of a good thing is bad. Too much of a bad thing can be good if you spin it the right way. Too little of a bad thing is still bad. But it's not as bad as too much. But too much could be... You get what the fuck I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying. Let me take another sip of my goddamn tea. (laughs) I see my man Elon is getting in trouble, son. Elon, I like Elon. I think Elon is underrated funny. He's underrated funny, but he didn't get what he got being a clown. He's not a comedian. Um, He he doesn't cross me as a tee hee 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 type of nigga. He looks like a guy that is serious about business and uh, likes to get on Twitter and blow off some steam. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Elon jerks off. It doesn't look like he has the time to jerk off. Looks like he has the time to type some characters on Twitter. Looks like he has the time to do that. And he took his hobby and he made that passion into uh, a work venture, another stream of income. Not yet, Uh, but soon to be. I have strong beliefs that he's going to turn that company around in the right direction. The way that all great CEOs, business magnates... You know, founders, the way that they all do it. They go in there and they start fucking chomping motherfucking necks off. <laughs> and he's doing that. And the the employees at Twitter, uh, they feel like the slaves and they're looking for Moses right now. And Moses ain't nowhere to be found. Moses is somewhere chilling because the Jews just went through a lot. <laughs> The Jews don't want it to be, you know what I'm saying? It's a little scary for the Jews right now. They are nervous. So Moses is in a cut. He not out and about. He's not here to save you. Moses is chilling. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw some story where like somebody was hacking the side of the building, a Twitter, Twitter building, and they were writing like insults. So they have this banner. I don't know if anybody remembers in New York, growing up in New York City. Hood niggas used to get name belts, and at one point they were like electronic. This had to be like 2006, 2006, and it was like, if you go to any halal food cart in New York, you'll see like a sign, an electronic sign that it it would look like a a conveyor belt. It would say, hello, halal food, and it would go around in a circle. Obviously, it's just a little screen, but it had that effect. And there was belts like that. There was belts like that. That niggas in the hood would walk around and you program it. You would put your name on it. And that was the only time I seen hood niggas tuck their shirt in. Um, <laughs> show off the fucking belt. Similar thing on the side of the building. I know it probably has a name. Um, I don't remember right now. And that's okay because sometimes you could do that. Sometimes you're allowed. Not all the time. Sometimes. But... Um, On the side of the building, somebody hacked that shit. I guess it would say Twitter and then it would have like whatever news. It's like the CNN building, Midtown Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? It shows like the financial shit on the side of the building. Similar to that, I guess it would have like Twitter news and updates or like maybe breaking news around the country. Who the fuck knows what they was putting up there? It wasn't none of that. It wasn't none of that. There was some disgruntled employee slash ex-employee when Elon turns on his Neuralink and fucking mind melds with all of his employees. (laughs) And reads their fucking thoughts. Once that happens, that nigga's fired. He's kaputz. He's kaputs. Um, Since everybody's a Jew now, can I talk like a Jew? Um, when the race war happens, I want to claim my stake as a Puerto Rican. Can I just be a Puerto Rican? I still have not accomplished my dream to go and gentrify my own island that I've never been to. So I wanna, I wanna remain doing that. I don't wanna be anything else. I just wanna be, I just wanna be me, baby. I just wanna be me. <laughs> it's getting chilly in Atlanta. Beautiful though, man. I love the change of the motherfucking seasons. I love it. It's enjoyable to me. Makes me feel good. Uh, gives me positive memories. Holiday season is always like positive memories for me. You grow up in a place like New York City. You know, Xing out maybe one or two Thanksgivings where you probably went to like a William Sonoma and had a free sample and got horrible food poisoning. Happened to me a couple times in Lincoln Circle. Happened to me a couple times. But Xing out those memories, Thanksgiving, and in particular Christmas. Amazing. Amazing. Thanksgiving obviously is great because of the glutton. We're American. Everybody likes to eat. Christmas. Why is Christmas amazing? Christmas is the only time of year you can bear to listen to white people sing. That's it. <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about the outliers and the motherfucking graph. I'm not talking about Adele. You know what I'm saying? she Adele got to be an alien or she had, uh, you know what I'm saying? Vocal cord surgery. Something happened because there's a black woman in that throat. Pause. Um. <laughs> But yeah, besides Adele, incredible, incredible. There's other white girls that could sing. But uh, the point of what I'm trying to say is that typically I don't really listen to, you know what I'm saying, that singing to get me in the holiday mood. But Christmas, Christmas, I only want to hear white music. On Christmas, I only want to hear Caucasians singing. I only want to hear future drug addict, now choir boys Fresh out of having their balls dingled around. That's all I want to fucking hear. That's it. That is it. I only want to hear people, families, on YouTube singing jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Am I talking about Puerto Rican families? Am I talking about Dominican families? Am I talking about Cuban families? Am I talking about African-American families? Nope. I'm talking about the Caucasoids. The blue-eyed devils, baby. That's all I want to hear during Christmas. Because Christmas is white and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with it. I feel like as Americans, we need to really like <laughs> chill the fuck out and accept what is beautiful about this nation. You know, everybody's so triggered. Everybody's so triggered now. You know, you either for Kanye or you you with the Jews or you with It's just like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with all of y'all? These niggas is rich. You broke. I'm um, not going to get back into that, but I do appreciate during the holiday time, listening to white people sing because they could take it to a level of festivity that I don't think is possible in my culture, in the African-American culture, in the Afro-Caribbean cultures, Hispanic-Caribbean cultures. I don't think we have the capability to take it to that level of motherfucking jolly. You know what I mean? Chestnuts roasting by an open fire. I never had a chestnut. I never had a chestnut. <laughs> an open fire in the projects. you know, that's possible, but that's not festive. That's traumatic. I like it. I like it. I like a white Christmas. I like that movie that they played, the black and white movie with a guy there was like a financial crisis. like that movie is is about to be relevant again. You know, you know how they say everything comes in cycles? It might cycle back, how blues was like a thing of the 1920s and 30s and going up into the 40s and it cycle back in the 1960s with Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton. That happens. You know what's about to cycle back? The Great Depression. It's about to come back, baby, right in time for Christmas. I was walking around today and you can feel it. People are scared. <laughs> People are nervous. Just walking around like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? I live in Buckhead, Atlanta. Buckhead, Atlanta, and this is why I love Atlanta, is diverse economically. So you do have uber rich people relative to Atlanta. It's not like LA rich or New York rich. I'm not talking about like fucking billionaires, gazillionaires. Do you have millionaires that live in this neighborhood? You know, even people with old money, there's some pretty wealthy people, but the people that walk around in the Buckhead neighborhood, you could tell there's some people, you know what I'm saying? They're they one percenters. And you have other people walking around the neighborhood um, that might live in rental properties. Uh, some of them may be section eight. Some of them just might be relatively low. I'm a relatively low rent guy. You know, my rent to people that are from Atlanta, they go, What? You should buy a home. You should do this. You should do that. You, you know what I'm saying? Move out to the boonies. But where I grew up in East Harlem, there are people true to... I'm not lying to you. They're not on public assistance. But to live and, and stay in the building that they're staying in for whatever apartment they got. I know people in the projects that pay 1500 a month. In the projects. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> In New York City, public housing is real. It's real. In Los Angeles... Everybody know how that go out there. You know what I'm saying? Skid Row is not Skid Row for no goddamn reason. It's Skid Row because the rent is motherfucking high. (laughs) Yeah, man. I see people walking around, man. They walking around in this neighborhood. The mix of economic standings. You know, the people that got the money. The people that are just getting by working class, maybe upper middle class. And they walking amongst each other nervous. Everybody's nervous. It's almost like there's an air of paranoia. You know what I mean? An air of paranoia. Maybe it's just in my mind. Maybe you guys can tell me what you think. Do you walk around in the motherfucking street? I don't. Well, I mean, I don't know how many people listen to this. this is in Atlanta. Maybe it's an Atlanta thing. Um, I just feel like <laughs> I talked about it before. It has to be like a post-pandemic thing. Post-pandemic. People have been so scrambled psychologically. You know, you have to be a very interesting individual to survive that level of change. Really, that's what I would call it. Just change, changing of everything, changing of your way of life. A lot of people change their diet. A lot of people change their relationship. A lot of people have pandemic babies. I got a pandemic baby. She is strong. They different. Just ch- a lot of change, changing in the guards in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? Like you just feel, you just feel people reacting to that change, and you have to be a particular type of person to adapt. You know, the old ways of doing things are. You know, everything gets older. Everything gets older. Everything's always getting older. That's just the way shit is. And that's a beautiful fucking thing to accept. It's beautiful. You know? I'm on Google every motherfucking day. Every day on motherfucking Google, somebody's uncovering some new artifact. You know, we we just piecing together the motherfucking past and figuring shit out. And I personally like to believe that this age of enlightenment, I think we're headed toward a climax. I think we are headed toward a climax and it's going to change things radically for a long fucking time until we have another jolt like we've had in the last hundred years. Where technology and culture and uh, global politics have shifted and evolved at a, it feels like a more rapid pace than Any recorded history The Egyptian civilization is a mystery to us But that's what is that 5,000 years old How old is America Come on son This shit is quick How fast did technology just pop up And everybody's a motherfucking cyborg Change is happening So fast And it's like momentum as well Um, I'm not a scientist You know did I even need to say that (laughs) Did I, need to, did I need to let you guys know I'm not a scientist? Um, if I did, I, I worry for you. But I'm not. Um, I don't know how, you know, mom, all the way, in, in every context that momentum is important for us to understand. I understand that momentum of change, because I could just feel it. It's like a snowball down a fucking cliff It's just gaining more snow and it's growing. It's not an avalanche. It's this big snowball. It just keeps on fucking rolling and growing and rolling and growing and rolling and and growing. And this cliff is incredible. No, I'm not talking about our stock market diving. I'm not talking about that yet. I'm talking about the change that is upon us. We live in different times, man. We live in different times. The cat is out the motherfucking bag. People are shifting. People are changing. Um... I don't go radical on any other side. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not radical on like... I, I make the joke all the time. I call it like a dystopian future. I don't really think the future's going to be dystopian. I'm not that dramatic. I think the change is going to be grand and in the same grandness will be bespoke. It will be something seamless. And maybe it's already happened. Maybe the shift has already happened. Maybe everybody tapped into whatever the fuck is going on now, and that's why everybody's just getting used to it. We all paranoid, and I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm just doing a podcast. I'm just doing a podcast, baby. Uh, <laughs> man. Man, oh, man. I was watching, I think I talked about this in, you know a couple of episodes ago, but I don't give a fuck. You know? I talk about what I want to talk about. When I want to talk about it, baby, I do what I want to do, man. I was talking about watching Pirates of the Caribbean, and I got a different take on that. I was, I think, I was dissecting the movie, talking about how much goddamn money those actors made and all that. But now I'm thinking about the shit, and I'm like, man, was that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would, I would, I could have been a pirate. I get, I actually get seasick. I get seasick. I do. That kills the dream. You know, the dream is just. Because I like tobacco, I wouldn't mind drinking rum all the time. Um, <laughs> and that feels piratey to me. You know what I'm saying? Pirates of the Caribbean. A lot of tobacco, a lot of rum. You know, a lot of island bitches. Nothing wrong with that, man. It's not wrong with that. That's a good life. That's what I gotta respect a white man for. White man, I'm gonna give you your props. Spanish Inquisition happened. Um... When Christopher Columbus, that Italian son of a gun, uh, Christopher Colombo and his boys and his Spaniards came over here and went to the Caribbean, and they saw the fine-ass Caribbean bitches, and they saw there was fruit growing everywhere. It was fruitful. The beaches was incredible. The bitches was incredible. They had alcohol. They had tobacco. They just had all this shit that they didn't get contented. Gotta motherfucking give them their kudos. Gotta give them their kudos. (laughs) That they kept on raping and pillaging? Gotta give them their motherfucking props. That couldn't be the modern white man. That couldn't be the modern any man. Let's just be fucking honest. Men have changed. The modern day conquerors are not the same as the motherfucking past. They're not. In the past, they were nuts. They had to like go to fucking uncharted areas and create the map. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dora the explore the shit, and fucking it all version. Just go out there with all types of wild animals and shit like that and create a map. It's incredible. It's motherfucking incredible. You have to have a different type of ego to get on like that. Especially after you land in paradise. You got the bitches. You got the booze. You got the... What are you doing? Just chill out. If I was Christopher Columbus and whatever shit that landed, I just would have fucking... Nigga, we chilling here. I'm fucking... I'm going to have 40s bad Taino bitch wives. <laughs> I'm going to drink some rum fuck with this tobacco, and they're going to think we dead. And it's cool. We was lost anyway. You kidding me? You kidding me? Um, <laughs> Got to give them their props. Nowadays, 2022. Christianity still a thing. We live in a Christian nation. It doesn't feel like it. Feels like the nation is about... Maybe that's the shift, that it's about to be a Jewish nation. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. The the price of fucking locks is going to go through the roof. Um, But, you know, we live in a Christian nation, and most of the ideals, ideologies, spiritual uh, pretenses of this culture in America revolve around different sects of Christianity, whether that be Catholicism, uh, you know, uh, I grew up Pentecostal. Jehovah's Witness, you know whatever people grew up, that's based off the Christian Church. That's the majority in this nation, and um, <laughs> Pentecostal is crazy, my friend. It's a very, very, it's a very, very, crazy. Um, anyway, I'm not, I'm not gonna get into tangent about you know how I grew up. I'm just gonna say that I think that is changing because when I was growing up, the media. Um, The authority in this country Kind of used Religion As the corrective tool Right It was the tool to correct It was the way to implement Guilt Into people To correct or to guide their actions Christianity In America That's what was going on Nowadays it's the algorithm bro The algorithm be making you feel fucking wild guilty For jerking off holy shit I'm not gonna be nobody cause I'm jerking off oh my god I'm sorry um. <laughs> oh my god tell that to Harvey Y theme um. Jesus Christ <laughs> I just find it funny man Somebody else said this. I don't know who said this one, man. I need to fucking start writing down when I hear some fire shit so I could like quote the individual and you guys could just like, you know, stop having to take my word for it. But somebody said this. This one was not me. I say a lot of funny things. This was not me. Somebody said um, that the worst thing about being poor, and I've said this before, my definition of poverty is not rich. So I don't care who's listening. If you're not fucking rich, if you're not loaded with fuck you money, you're poor. Just how it is. Just means you're a couple steps away from, you know. Um, But if you're not rich in this country, you are poor. And the worst thing about being poor is... It's not the poverty. It's not the humiliation. It's not the pressure. It's not the amount of hard work you got to put in. It's not the uh, the depressions. It's not the anxiety. It's not the. It's none of those things. It is the unsolicited advice. It's so fucking true, man. It's so fucking true because there's guys in like Saudi Arabia that are born into enormous amounts of oil money, just born into ridiculous amounts of wealth that we can't perceive. Where they're just like taking a nap on a fucking gold bar. They have lions as pets. You know what I'm saying? Their couches cost 2.5 million. You hear that famous story from the rapper Lil Wayne. Where he went out to the Middle East and he got offended by somebody. And you know I guess the the, the sultan of fucking wherever Aladdin's from. You know what I'm saying? Agraba came out and gave that nigga. Shipped the motherfucking brand new Lamborghini Urus to his crib. They got money to play with out there. But if you're born into that... And you're just like a rich kid. Your actions aren't judged. You're rich. You're free, baby. You're free. But if you ain't rich, then you up for critique. And man, for anything else. I mean, there's other reasons I want money, man. I've been watching, I've been watching Jap- Japan vlogs. Oh, my God. Japan knows how to do it, yo. Japan knows how to fucking do it. Japan before I ever tell you about Japan I watched this movie Moana, it's my daughter's favorite movie in the movie there's this premise of reincarnation in the movie um the, the main character she's the heroine 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 she's a hero female hero heroine um she's the heroine and she <laughs> her grandmother passes away and gets reincarnated as like a manatee or whatever the fuck stabbed Steve Irwin in the chest and killed him whatever glorious animal that was um I like Steve Irwin. Irwin. She reincarnated into that. And if that is true, if that Disney movie premise is true, if reincarnation is true and we could be reborn and stuff, my next life, I want to be reborn as a rich Japanese girl. That's what I want. That's what I want. (laughs) I watched this vlog. And the lady does the most, she does the best vlog I've ever fucking seen because she doesn't put her face in it. She doesn't even barely put her hands or her body in it. She'll watch it. She'll show like her shoes walking, but it has nothing to do with her. She's showing you like a point of view of where she's going. She gets out the way of it. It's incredible. It's infectious. It is, you just want to keep on watching them. She does such a great job. It's called Soul Life, Soul, Soul Life, S-O-L Life. I love that shit, and that shit is making me fall in love with Japan. I feel like I've been there, and I want to go there. I want to go there where they play lo-fi beats in a sushi restaurant, and everybody's walking around real clean. People dress like New York, like, you know what I'm saying? Like fall, wintertime, Soho wear. That's what they rocking out there, real clean, simple, fly as fuck. And what they doing, man, they got high metabolisms, they just going around eating fried food and Sugary donuts and weighing 110 pounds. It's incredible. I wanna be Japanese. Turn in Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think that's racist. Dun, 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 dun. That's what I want. My next life, man. Let me be a rich Japanese girl. Please. <laughs> Who am I praying to here? Is it like the god of reincarnation? Is that guy is that guy right there? Is it the elephant with a lot of hands? Um, I like that elephant. I would never pray to that elephant. But I like, I like that idea. You know what I'm saying? Because they were just grabbing for things that was around them. <laughs> they was like, yo, we got to make another deity, the people about the revolt. We need somebody else and we need to align some, some principles to this motherfucker and make them funky, make them interesting. People need to pay attention. This was like the, the, the early human being version of clickbait creating deities, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need to assign this set of rules and principles to something that is godlike so that people will listen to it and not kill themselves and kill each other and ruin society. So they, they need to create a character, but the clickbait was like how outlandish the deity was. So in, in- India, they create like an elephant. So like Some guy was just like walking around. He's like, yes, it's a elephant with 19 arms. And somebody painted that shit up, and it's still here, still here. People still pray to that shit, you know. I like that. I like that. (laughs) I like that. I'll be a rich Indian person too, yo. I'll be a rich Indian person, absolutely. If I could get reincarnated as a rich Indian businessman, because firstly, you can't con an Indian guy. They're really good at math. They're really good at math. They're really good. You could get, you could lead them on. You could lead them on all you fucking want. But that that's what we call the, a stroker. Somebody's just gonna stroke your fucking cock. You're never gonna get the nut. They're never gonna buy. They're never gonna buy because the second you try to do the rope a dope with the numbers, they'll catch it. You know what I'm saying? I would be. I would. That's what I would be in my next life: a rich Indian guy. You know what I mean? What a life that is to be rich and Indian. Holy shit. It's like everybody's poor over there. (laughs) (laughs) You really fucking made it. You really fucking made it, man. Respect. Shit is crazy, bro. I'm cool with this life, man. I'm cool with this life. Like, you know, we all got to die. I will die one day. And I'll be cool with my life. I've had a beautiful life. I think my life is gonna get a lot better, but so far I'm I'm appreciative, man. It's been crazy, but it's like it's been beautiful. It has, man. I feel bad for people that like, they look at thirty years old like they old. It's like, yo, what are you doing, man? Just gotta take care of yourself, like. Oh, I'm not gonna start giving motherfucking advice. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we ain't talking about shit today, and that's that's kinda how I like it sometimes. We could do that sometimes. Sometimes you could talk serious and you could talk about topics. We talked about topics, we talked about Elon Musk, we talked about me taking the shit. Um What else? Um, yeah. But I think that's gonna be this episode, and I'm happy with it because I, I feel good. I sincerely hope everybody that's listening to this podcast feels good. Do not disturb on. That was the motherfucking synchronistic sign right there. My Indian automated voice that says, do not disturb on. After I was just saying I wanted to be reincarnated into a motherfucking Indian business guy. Come on, son. And my next reincarnation, because I don't think reincarnation works in linear time. I'll probably be reunited in like feudal India where they had those long curved swords and they were like standing up on tiger's backs and that's how they rode them or whatever the picture show. Um, I'll be reincarnated there and I'll be like the sultan. They have sultans or like the king, the Indian king, you know, there's like a, the, the woman king, the Indian king. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, for anybody who's to continue listening to this podcast, I want to thank you sincerely continue listening Go on to the Instagram, like the reels, like the posts until next time.